ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another podcast in the Guitar Wank podcast series. This is Guitar Wank, and I believe this is number 19. Woohoo! Wow, we continue on. Amazing uh, week this has been in the world last week. Lots going on. I just scored, um, well, I didn't score it, I bought it. The new Scott Henderson pedal. I bought the copper pedal, and i got to say, it is... It is a fantastic pedal, and I'm not just saying that because Scott's part of the show, but um, yeah, killer pedal. Really, really happy with it and the way it sounds. I'm still messing with pedal boards and trying to work out. It's uh, yeah, trying to work out um, what pedal goes where and which one I like more. And I'm like, it is a curse as a guitarist, or as Bruce Foreman would say, "Shut up and practice." <laughs> I should get that pedal, the practice pedal. But um, I'm sure a lot of you guys out there can relate. We're always looking for that next thing. We're so bad at it. I can remember telling my dad when I was a young kid, Dad, if I just get this one pedal, I will never have to buy a pedal again. And uh, yeah, that was a lie. Um, And I think that was actually a guitar synth back in uh, the 90s. (laughs) My God, how bad was that? But anyway... The quest for ultimate tone continues, and it's uh, it's never ending. And um, what better guys to talk about it and relate to is Scotty Henderson and uh, Bruce Foreman. Back into it this week. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Whatever you're doing out there in the world, we hope you're safe. Again, uh, loving the questions. Really appreciate all the support. Go to the website. The competition is still going. Uh, any questions you've got, send them to guitarwank at gmail.com. Yeah, the the competition. We're going to start giving away prizes. So, man, just buy a T-shirt or mug. Take a picture. I, I don't care if you're sitting on the toilet or just doing something a little crazy, something out of the ordinary, uh, showing your support, and you go into the running for some amazing prizes, um, which are all listed on the website and on our Facebook page. But some great products there, as well as the Scott Henderson pedal, the RC Booster pedal, which is really, really cool. It's a great pedal. Uh, we've got some great prizes from our amazing sponsors who are Two Notes. They've got some products that we're giving away uh, for all you guys that are using, um, you know, the the load boxes into your computer and running IRs for cabs and all that kind of stuff. We've got that stuff going on. What else we got? We've got um, Jimmy Dunlop guitar pet- picks. Um, i got to look at them. Oh, there's so many that I have to go back to the website. What else we got? Fishman Triple Play. We're given one of them. Thank you, guys. Fishman, uh, Jim Dumlop, Guitar Picks. I said that. My Music Masterclass. Go there. There's some amazing videos uh, of not only Scott and Bruce, but about a bunch of other great uh, teachers. Sir Guitars and Amps are giving away some cool stuff. Sennheiser Mics. They gave us cool stuff, so I've got to give them a shout out. Thank you, guys. Wireworld Cables. My whole studio is wired now in Wireworld Cables, and um, I never knew how important a guitar cable or a microphone cable or an audio cable was until you start using really good stuff. And um, it's crazy how much of a difference it makes. So, um, yeah, they make killer products. Wireworld Cables, thank you. They were giving away a high-end guitar cable. Exotic Pedals, Scott Henderson Pedal, as I mentioned. Deodario Guitar Strings. Um, we have Riff Master Pro. If you don't know that program, it's killer for working stuff out. Slow it down, change the pitch, speed it up. You know, it's, you know, taking out background noise. It's really killer program, really cool stuff. I think that's about it. 
So um, let's see what the guys have to say this week. We've been having a lot of fun catching up. I've got to say, it's it's really cool to uh, just hang with these guys. And, and it's cool to see a community building with all the Guitar Wank followers out there. So whatever you're doing, whatever level you're at, we... Um, we love the community vibe as I know Bruce is a big enthusiast of the community and he's always pushing that. And I can see why, because, um, yeah, we can all help each other and support each other. And in these days and times, ladies and gentlemen, this is more than ever. We need to pull together as guitarists to move forward, especially after seeing the billboard awards last night. Music is in a sad, sad place right now. And, uh, yeah, we need to be a community man madonna's performance oh my god um i'm sure a lot of you didn't even watch it because you know it's just pointless watching that crap but um i i fell for it and watched it really bad there wasn't a lot of good performances but um it's amazing how people will applaud shit on a constant basis and um just watching the news programs the next day and how much they're raving about madonna's tribute to prince and Stevie Wonder and oh my god and it was all crap it was really bad either it was coming through the tv it just sounded bad maybe it was better there but she got no right doing that that's just that's just bad or maybe I'm just getting old and that's probably what it is too I'm getting older and I just you see through all the bullshit as you get older anyway without further ado with um I'm sure Scott and Bruce will have uh they cut through the bullshit better than I do. So uh, anyway, guys, welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. Thank you again, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this week's show. Thanks. Scotty's back! Scotty's back in town! I Yay. love it! Well, bitches. Welcome right, to man. another Guitar Wank episode, ladies and gentlemen. I got road lag. He's got jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> I do have serious, yeah. serious jet lag. Oh, we might get we might get some crazy stuff out of you <laughs> I today. I might fall asleep. You might fall asleep. <laughs> Welcome back. It's unlike the people Thanks. who listen to us. You mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know. They've since... got reverse jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> They've got pod lag. Jeez, I'm too hot. Um, I was going to say. We all chipped in, Scott, and we got you a present. Mm. We, we we were like, this this is Bruce's idea, but got you a present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh, these are nice ones. Oh, I love these. Thanks, you guys. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Seriously, I don't have these. Really? I've never even seen this one. It's a real Route 66 thing. It's ah, how I beautiful. Know about it. Yeah. Thanks. It was actually from Bruce, but I jumped Nice, in. man. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Do you have any room left on your wall? Oh, yeah. Plenty. Oh, okay. Plenty. These are Hot Wheels, by the way. Yeah, for... folks, these are. I just presented Scott with three Hot Wheels, the Route 66 cruising models. They're a very special commemorative model. Those of you who don't know, he gets his special sound in his room, in his studio, <laughs> because he has literally a entire, it's encased with Hot Wheels cars. And, and I'm sure that the uh, mixture of the plastic that they're cased in and the density of the Hot Wheels themselves <laughs> makes that special sound in his studio and enables him to get such a great mix on Well, actually, it's when, when, when the guy came over to my house who was a sound designer and helped me to, you know, baffle the room and all that kind of stuff. He asked me, would you rather have a good sounding studio 
or a Hot Wheels collection? And I said, I'll take the Hot Wheels collection, thanks. <laughs> so that's my studio sounds like now, shit. I didn't... I, I, think, I got a lot of Hot Wheels. How many Hot Wheels you got? Seriously, like at least over like maybe 1,500. Wow. And yeah, when did this obsession start? When Angela was like three. We started going to Target and just started... Hey, Angela, Angela cool. is his daughter, by the yeah. way, yeah. not his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we started buying Hot Wheels, and then, you know, this company called Carney makes these cool plastic cases for them that you mount on the walls, and they're mirrored in the back, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. And they don't have divide. You can get them with dividers, but mine don't have dividers, so you can place them in any way you want to place them. And they hold each one holds about seventy six, I think, or more, more like probably 80, 80, 85 Hot Wheels. And I just have tons of those all over my walls. And that's why my record sounds like crap. <laughs> it's the Hot Wheels. Maybe we can get an endorsement through Hot Wheels. I don't know. Well, Possibly. I don't know if you need one, really, do you? Yeah, at this point, he's probably trying to get rid of some of them. Right? Is this a... You're a collectible kind of guy. Like, you collect dog shits. Yeah, definitely. And I have a bunch of skulls. You collect skulls? Mm -hmm. Human skulls? The Los Caballera, Los Caballera. You know the company down in Venice Beach? That I mean, they're not in Venice Beach, but they sell them at Venice Beach. And there's a lot. They have a lot of great skulls. I have a bunch of those in my living room. Do you have the Do you have the um, the tequila bottle skull? Oh, I wish I did. That's a good one, but I I don't have that one. But then I have some other skulls from Are these human um, skulls. Yeah, but real they're not skulls? real ones. Oh, Though, oh, okay. boy, I can think of some people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's name, let's name two. Let's name a few of those people that you would like their skull. But but uh, I also have a lot of skulls from Universal because you know you know the Crow's Nest in Universal on City Walk. Yeah, they sell a lot of really cool artsy skulls. So I have a bunch from there because wow. every time I God. take Angela to Universal City, we usually end up getting a new skull. So skulls and Hot Wheels. Yeah, I think so. Well, I so. kind of collect cow skulls, you know, out there on because I'm riding out on the range and You doing collect stuff. cow skulls? I've got cow skulls mm -hmm. around This there. whole fucking podcasting is just blowing me away. This is shit I never knew about you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm a little Well, you know, when out. I'm out on a ride out on the range or, I, you know, I'm on a branding and there's like a, a cow that died a couple of years before and there's a skull picked clean and I just, I, I like them. I hang them up on places and stuff. You guys are into skulls. They look great in restaurants. They do. I got one. On, I got one on the back door of my house. So I got tons of them laying around oh. the yard. It's really cool. It scares scares a lot. Yeah, of people it's like away. Texas Chainsaw Massacre when you yeah. <laughs> like. Wow. Well, at least I know what to get you guys for Christmas. It's yeah. great. So send all your skulls and your Hot Wheels to Guitar Wink, and uh, Bruce and Scott will love them. Yeah. I ain't, I'm trying to think what I collect. What do I collect? Shit, it's I better know. than ex-wives. Skulls are cheaper. Yeah, that's true. I don't collect anything, really. <laughs> wow. Well, that's cool. Scott, you've been touring the world, gallivanting well, across the universe. Italy and Poland, the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make it sound way better than what it was. Yeah, it was, it was Italy and Poland. But I had a great Portland time. Portland or Poland? Yeah, Poland. And I had fun, man. It was great. I had 13, actually I had, yeah, 13 gigs in a row, minus one night, five gigs in a row, two nights off, then 13 gigs in a row, and then four workshops back in Italy. So it was, I was busy. 
Wow. Was you must be feeling like everything's yeah, under the fingers. Yeah, my chops are up, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good to be feeling like everything's flowing. Yeah, I've been right. playing every night for such a long time, so it's good. Now, Bruce passed on your apology to me. Yes. Boy, do I owe you an apology. (laughs) I think you should say it on air. Well, I accused you of owning a shitty amp, which was the Marshall DSL DSL head that I have sitting up on the wall. Yeah, there it is. And uh, yeah, I happened to get a really good one this time with, I think maybe, maybe there's a, there's a real difference in, you know, maybe they, some of them have bad tubes or they've just been rented so many times that they've been trashed. Right. But I I guess I got a good one because... It sounded really, really what, okay. What like, were you? How were you running it? I'm curious to see. How. Well, you you have to get two four twelve cabinets with it to run it at eight ohms. Right. So I just turned one cabinet around backwards because there's no need for to have right. eight speakers facing the audience in a little club or a Isn't small theater. It, you can't run it overkill. at eight ohms on the back. It's only four and sixteen. It's right? four and sixteen. Oh. Yeah. So okay. you have to get two cabinets. So I would just set one cabinet in the, in back of the other cabinet and turn it around backwards right. so nobody hears it. Okay. Yeah, too bad you can't rent an 8-ohm load, you know, and, right. but you can't. Yeah. But that would be a lot easier because you could put that in the palm of your hand and just set it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be much easier than renting a ca- another cabinet. Are you running the big. clean channel? or? Yeah, I'm running the clean channel on crunch. Right. Yeah. And then with it gets pedals. a little Hendrixy that channel, right? Sounds really good. I mean, that's yeah. how I run. That's what my Sur amp is. It is the crunch channel of an OD one hundred. Mm-hmm. And in Italy, where my agent is, he has an OD one hundred, which which we bought. Right. And um, I run the crunch channel, and same thing with the Marshall. Yeah. So yeah, but this amp sounded really good, and I didn't have a problem the whole time. I got my tone and. And everything sounded just totally fine. So I was a little bit surprised because just the tour before, I had had some serious problems with that amp. Right. But I was renting different ones every gig. Because we were flying to different cities and every night would be a different one. And I can tell you that no two were much alike. Right. Because I just think people just trash them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was lucky. I was well, really lucky. Makes me want to keep mine now. Yeah. And, and uh, also, I had really good luck with monitors. Because, you know, I like to put a little bit of guitar in the monitor. Yeah. And uh, if you've got shitty monitors, you're going to have a really shitty sound. And then you can't put hardly anything in there. But all the gear, like in Poland especially, was pretty, really pretty good. 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 There, there was a lot of Myers. You know that company, yeah, Myers? Yeah, Myers, yeah. A lot of Myers monitors. Really quality. Wow. And uh, so the, the, the sounds, uh, the tones were good. Travis wasn't very happy with his bass amp. He was using a, a heart key, you know, the one with the, uh, yeah. with the aluminum-looking speakers, and he doesn't like those, so he wasn't all that thrilled right. to be playing out of one of those, but whatever. He made it. <laughs> he made it through. And good crowds? Good crowds. Sold a lot of CDs. Fantastic. And one night, I think I sold 40 CDs. Wow. Which was amazing considering that there were only like 150 people in the audience. Yeah. So that's like, wow, that's good merch night. Yeah, that's huge. Congratulations. That's mm. fantastic. So I had a lot of fun, got to play a lot, and um, now I don't have any gigs. <laughs> I'm out of work again. <laughs> what can you do? Lol. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, actually, I'm going back to Europe next month to do five gigs. Just five gigs. Where in Italy. In, in Italy. Italy. Yeah, there's some, it's some kind of festival, and it it's the same company, I think, and it moves around five different cities in Italy, but they're fairly close, yep. so there won't be much traveling. But Wow. Mm-hmm. And the weather was good? Fun, yeah, great. Good weather. Actually, um, have I have a tour in the States in August and in November, which is, wow. you know, nice, because that's unusual to, to tour in the States for me. Yep. And this time, uh, Leo is, uh, my agent is, is really pulling out all the stops and trying to get some places where we don't normally play on the East Coast. Well, so listeners, if you're that. out there, look out for Scott. We'll, we'll have to make sure that we let the listeners know where you're going to be. I will, yeah. As soon as so I find can... out the, 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 you know, the confirmed dates, I'll definitely yep. post it and let everybody know. And if you're out there, you have to turn up to a Scott Henderson show in your Guitar Wang t-shirt. I think yep. <laughs> right, Bruce? Well, none of that was funny, but it was informative. <laughs> trying, trying to think of a funny way to say I have gigs. It's, That's pretty how funny. About, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny that point, you have gigs. I'm so old and ugly that I can't believe I still have gigs. Well, least, well you know, <laughs> at least someone's playing gigs. That's great. What did I miss? Oh, well, you, so missed, much. you missed a big one, man. Trump is president. <laughs> no, you, you missed you missed a big one, man. Uh, since you were gone, I did a bunch of touring and uh, had a birthday week. Oh, I know your birthday was Saturday. Sorry, I yeah. missed that because yeah, I was asleep. Man. And well, we were up at Kumba with with the trio and in Santa Cruz and did some other gigs and just been really busy on a bunch of projects and had a cowbop birthday bash that was ridiculously uh it was a fun night yeah it was you guys wi- were playing it was amazingly wild. it was wild you guys were killing and, it uh, now i'm 60 so i'm going to really tell everybody the truth what i think is that what, no the more age? no more hiding back i am now 60 years old <laughs> is it like an excuse when you turn 60 is like you can tell everyone to fuck just, you right yeah <laughs> Right, those you sound like me the other those, week. Those when glasses I was... make you look like Australian guy. Get rid of them, man. Damn. Uh, All right, I gotta, I gotta wait another, yeah, a bunch yeah, of years. You punk. <laughs> Anyways, so that's been going on. Fantastic. We um, we have a shitload of questions. Okay. Um, we have a shitload of questions, and also we have. I gotta well, say, the first question is: if somebody wanted to really help out Guitar Wank, how could they do that? Buy stuff that buy, are what, what from stuff our sponsors. They well, they would they would buy Sir guitars and they would buy Fishman triple plays and they would buy Diodario strings and Dunlop Dunlop picks. picks and they would of course they would buy wire wire wool. <laughs> He's wild, drunk already. <laughs> okay, we're wire, like fifty wire, minutes wire, into the podcast. Wire wool cables. And of course, they would buy Scott Henderson and Bruce Foreman my music masterclass online teaching videos mm-hmm. and our albums and our albums and they would buy uh exotic pedals yes so right. the, the, and mm-hmm. there's a donate button for those people that just don't need more stuff in their life but they really want to encourage us to keep doing this you know because all the money it costs and caffeine and alcohol to keep it going <laughs> they they might um buy uh a riff master pro 
program to slow down. I'll take your word for it. To, to slow down your CD so they can work out what you guys are playing. A lot of my CDs sound better when they're slowed down. <laughs> or reverse it. Um, what else could they they buy? We've got a lot of sponsors to thank, actually. We've okay, got actually, Sennheiser. I, am, I, am, I am renting myself out for a night on the town. What? Yeah. They can buy me. You're whoring yourself out? No, not whoring, renting. Oh, okay. It's different. It's a nicer term. There'll be a security deposit involved. <laughs> That's the only difference between, I think, prostitution and house rental anyways is a security deposit, right? <laughs> so they can buy... I, I actually have to go to the website to look at our sponsors to make sure we nailed them all. Uh, okay, well, of course we did, and they love us dearly. That's well, why did we say Sennheiser? Yep. Did we? Well, let's say it again. Sennheiser. Sennheiser. These mics make us sound like intelligent pe- well, like well, they, people. Well, they get crazy on us. So I think we have, I think we're missing some for some reason. Well, come on, Troy. I'm, I'm pulling it up. The, the, old, the old internets, I'm using dial-up here. Um, why would exotic pedals? I knew I already mentioned. That. I already mentioned. Oh, that. you did? Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, Fishman, Dear Dario, Jim Dumlop, My Music Masterclass, Sennheiser, Sir Guitars and Amps, Wireworld. I'm dying to check out your pedal. I can't wait to get my hands on a Scott Henderson pedal. That pedal rules, man. I, you, everyone that I know that has one, they well, said it's their here's, pedal. Here's where they are right now. They're in the middle of. They sold all the ones that they made. The the whatever you call them, the the first batch, the Scott Henderson model, now they will start making it in white. And I don't think that's come out of production yet. Right, But they do plan to just keep making them the same exact pedal, only not in the silver and copper, but in just the regular white, and they will be the same exact pedal, just except... Is that because they're making the silver and copper ones... Those were the special edition ones. Oh, so and I think them. those cost more money because of the, the boxes are more expensive. So, so okay. the new yeah. RC, is it'll just be the RC booster now will have that extra We'll feature. have that extra channel, yeah. Okay. And it'll it's called the Scott channel. Henderson pedal. No, it'll just be called the RC booster. You know, the new RC booster. Maybe they're going to call it the RC booster 2. I really don't know what they're going to call it. Okay. But it, it just won't have my name on it, but it will be the same. Same, Same pedal. pedal exact now you pedal. you come up yeah. with this idea, right? I did, but it's not like a big deal. It's just a, a two-channel boost. Yeah, right. it's not like I uh, think I came up with anything innovative. It's just that uh, there have been boosters made in the past with two channels. Yeah, but they didn't. To me, they don't sound very you good. You see, but so, yeah, and this is but, great. When, yeah. when life hands you shit like this, you go for it. <laughs> I was reading a magazine, and Steve Jobs said, right. creativity is just putting things together in new ways. And what Scott has done is, is proven the Steve Jobs method, where he's, he had this something that worked good, but he envisioned a better way to work better. He didn't invent anything new except for a new way to put that all together to do its job better. That's creativity. And Scott Henderson has brought it to the world, and he's gonna get, and he's going to get ripped off because after they Ta-da. sold the first ones, they're not going to give him any more. But you know, the, probably <laughs> those those other ones are going to go wanna, through the roof. How does that feel, Scott? I don't want to tell you what they gave me for the first uh, three thousand. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, those ones well, are going to be so it hot be now. Very much. I see what you're well, wearing. It's uh, well, I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. Everybody uh, knows that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got a question. Someone asked, what, what does Scott we spend wear? More on, we spent more on this bottle of scotch than yeah, he spends on clothes true, in 10 years. Right? That's true. I do, I do have to say a special mention to a mate in London. Well, he's actually, I don't know this guy from Bar of Soap, but he's a huge guitar wank fan. He's the biggest guitar wanker in London. Hmm. So we're going to send a shout out to Craig Oxley. Hey, Craig. G'day, Craig. Thanks, mate, for the support. support. Apparently he wears the T-shirts everywhere. I hope he's got more than one and he's washing them. But uh, a shout out to uh, Craig Oxley and Paul and Danny. From Paul and Danny, but we'll say g'day, Paul and Danny. Thanks for the support in London. Apparently we're really big in South Africa now. Oh, good. Well, let's let's take the, the road show there. Right. Oh, the road show. Yeah. No one knows about the road show. Well, it's just in development Here we go. now. <laughs> it's in development now. It's in the... De- Scott's going to come on board and give his creativity like Steve Jobs. So Steve Jobs <laughs> and Scott Henderson are almost the same at this point. Yeah, well, can I get in on this? Well, you come up with the idea. <laughs> yeah, I come up with the idea and Scott Henderson gets all the credit. That's really like Steve Jobs, yeah. That's Steve Jobs all over again. You're Kodinsky. Now, what was the guy that he's... he's Wozniski. Wozniski, whatever. You're, you're that guy. You're just like... Wozniak. That's Wozniak, yes. Yeah, you're Wozniak. No, I don't want to be Wozniak. <laughs> Scott's Steve Jobs. I mean, he just... <laughs> okay, well, fine. I'll just be Bill Gates or something. <laughs> okay, so, Bruce, tell us your amazing idea. Okay, this is my amazing idea. You know, podcasts. How the hell are you going to make any money on that? <laughs> I mean, we're having a great time here, and we're you know making the world a safer place because people are listening to this rather than going out and robbing liquor stores or something or, or <laughs> robbing Guitar Center. But uh, I'm true. saying to myself, and what do we like to do? We like to play music. So how do we put all this together? I'm Steve Jobs style, right? <laughs> and this is the way I figure. Imagine yourself going to a concert, but now this concert is my band playing and Scott's band playing, a veritable plethora of guitar extravaganza. (laughs) This is just an entire, just mind-blowing experience of guitar orgasms all over the place. There's a a lot of song. You get, un- but there's more. There's more. There's more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> what? You also get a live podcast where the audience can participate. No way. Now think, you throw down all this money for an Eric Clapton concert. What do you get? Tears in heaven. Basically. Oh my God, right? right? You're sitting so fucking far away that you're watching on it on a TV. It's on a time delay because they had to time it so far away from the thing. And he's like looking over at the other guitar player to do all the heavy lifting. Okay, here we are, bleeding on stage for you, and doing a live podcast. All in one night? All in one night. Like a, a triple bill. What? This is That's crazy talk. <laughs> That's crazy talk. You gone lost your marbles, sir. I just think that the world is ready for it. Wow. And a man can dream. Right? This is America. Or America. South Africa, or wherever it is. This, a man can dream. This is Burbank. <laughs> it's North Hollywood. It's actually North Hollywood. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. You don't even know where All you're at. All this time I've been telling people I've been podcasting from Burbank. <laughs> well, you know, you're wrong. Shit. You know, we're Yankees. We're in North Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hollywood. Let's movie star Yankees, North Hollywood. <laughs> All right. Now, would people be able to buy merch as well at these concerts? Oh, I would imagine we would have to make that available because there yeah. would be just such a desire for that. We'd and CDs. Okay. Can we have topless ladies there as well? Sure. I think, I, you know, I mean, you'd have to ask the topless ladies. About All right. it. They're always at my gigs. Why wouldn't they be at those? <laughs> Why wouldn't they well, be there? Well, let's, let's face it. He's not only lost his hearing, he's lost his eyesight. <laughs> oh, those are men. Sorry. Those are topless men. Oh, yeah. At that age, they kind of look the same. Don't they? <laughs> I well, I think you might be onto something, Bruce. I just think the Guitar Wank Roadshow is the way to go. Guitar Wank Roadshow. God, could we even get our own reality TV show? Why stop with this? First, we'd have to we live in reality, it. and I don't think any of us are prepared for reality. So, <laughs> I think some realities we could, we could top the Kardashians. I do believe. Uh, man, if yeah. I get a titty job and an ass job, I think we'd be right. I think if you did that, you'd never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Kardashians. The best thing about America. Right what do there. they play? <laughs> I don't even know what they do. Oh, okay. I don't know. Nobody does. I think no. that's the whole what, point. But what band are they in? <laughs> the Kardashians. <laughs> Actually, that's a story where, um, where Quincy Jones, I have this friend who was, grew up with Quincy Jones up in Seattle. Right. And he knew him. And, you know, Quincy was always this total music nerd. And he was talking. They were talking about Willie Mays. You know, they were growing up. And they were talking about Willie Mays, and like you know, Quincy was just hanging out with a music nerd guy, hanging out with these guys who were jocks and everything else. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Willie Mays. And Quincy finally goes, "What band does he play?" <laughs> 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 you know, you know what? I was thinking when you started that story. I was thinking of that guy that did the, the 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 mop infomercials. What was his name? Oh, Fred Astaire. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even close. You Billy know, not May. the Shamwa guy, but the Billy t- May or something. Billy Mays. Yeah. Billy right. Mays. I was thinking yeah. of him. I was like, yeah. why are you talking about a guy that sells stuff? Yeah. Well, I'm the you remember Australian. Fred Astaire though with the vacuums? Oh man, yeah, I did. Wow. Oh, that was talk great. about necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did talk about that last last project. episode. Yeah, that was a dead loss. That yeah, yeah we can't topic. talk about that anymore. Yeah. Wow. Otherwise, my parole mm. officer will. Does remind me of another baseball player though? I played on his record. It was Bernie Williams? I oh, believe. you played on his record? Yeah, he's and got a he record. Was, he just got his degree. And what? He just completed his degree in music. Oh. Well, whoever makes the album is a dumbass, I can tell you that. Because they put the... Ele- not that I'm, you know, not an ego thing, but electric guitar is supposed to sound louder than nylon string acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they buried my solo so far back in the mix that if you could hardly Actually, even do you hear know it. him? Did, did you meet him? I mean, he was over at my house. Oh, cool. Nicest guy ever. Could we you get know? him to come here? I'm I'd sure love to we talk could. to him. I mean, he's such a nice cat, and I have nothing against Does him. Does he live here the, in L.A.? Um, no, I don't think he lives yeah, in New York. You play for the Yankees. Yeah, I think he lives in New York. But um, he's a totally nice cat and, you know, very respectful of, of, of great players, and he's always talking about the greats of jazz and how he looks up to him, and he's just a really great guy. Well, it'd be great but, to um, have him. 
it was just funny that they mixed me so almost off the record and then the nylon string acoustic comes in and it's just like so loud yeah i always wondered that that's kind like, of a production like, technique that yeah. kind of happened like, after about, about 20 30 years ago that never left yeah. where like these they use rock solos for like like the romantic melodic thing but it's like this seriously crunched distorted sound but it's so soft it's like it's so soft in you your ear even, yeah and you it's can't like, even hear it do they understand the whole point of rock guitarist to be in your face and <laughs> yeah. rebellious and it you yeah. know it's the devil shit you know and they, they turn it into like the tooth fairy yeah you know, what the, it is kind of weird when i first heard the record i mean jazz we can go there we can be that whispery kind of stuff but you're gonna play with that kind of a sound it's got to be a little irritating he yeah. sent me a rough mix and I maybe he mixed it himself. I don't know. He sent me a rough mix, and it was like, okay, yeah, this sounds good. It sounds like what it's supposed to sound like. Right. And then when the album came out, <laughs> the guitar was about 80% softer <laughs> than it was on the rough mix. And I was like, okay, maybe they just didn't like my solo because they pretty much buried it. Um, but whatever, that happens. That's what I want to do. Is yeah. I ask Scott and then bury his solo. <laughs> well, I've heard I mean, worse. That's what my ex-wife me. wants to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bury me part. story i got a composer russian composer friend who's a keyboard player and he got he w he nearly joined richie blackmore's band with his missus years ago but apparently he didn't richie wouldn't have anything to do with him because he had short hair he didn't have long hair i thought that was interesting being a Richie Blackmore story, Scott. Yeah. Really? So, so he just so so. Can't you sue somebody for that? I don't know. That that was years ago. <laughs> but I actually watched the Richie Blackmore documentary on YouTube. When? Just recently. I was because everyone there kept talking one? about. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch that. it. You'd love it. I would love it. He's uh, he's misses. What are they really hard? What are they talk about? His playing mostly. They go to, no. They go from like day one. He threw his whole life, and they talked to Brian May. They talked yeah. to. Um, Steve Vai, Sorry? No, not Willie Mays. Oh, Brian yeah. May. Uh -huh. um, they talked Some good footage of oh, him playing and such stuff? Such a great, such a great doc. Because I knew nothing about Richie Blackmore for uh -huh. some reason. And you keep talking about him. And then I had a nut, this Russian composer say, oh, yeah, I nearly joined his band, but he wouldn't let me in because I had short hair. So I was like, I've got to check out this Richie Blackmore. He's a bad dude. Amazing. Really play his ass I mean, off, I always man. knew of him, but he was yeah. always off my radar. Yeah. And I watched this documentary, and now I kind of know what the guys are all about. He's one of the real wow. innovators of the Strat. Oh, he my really God. Is. I can totally He's see where Ingve got all his shit that's from, right? Totally. Yeah. Completely. But, um,. Yeah. I mean, Brian May and Saturani and Vaya just like this. He's God. He's 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 he, the God. He he is one of the rock gods. Yeah. I mean, he really is. But they talk to him and his wife, and he goes through his whole career. It's a great uh -huh. documentary. It's Did on they YouTube. talk about any of his gear and stuff that he was using? You know or? what? They didn't. Yeah, they usually don't. In no, that kind they of didn't stuff, in that one. But, but they I'm talk always curious about what he was doing because he had very unusual gear preferences. Right. Yeah, playing through tape recorders and stuff like that, and. 
as a preamp. He's and, an interesting guy. Yeah, very, really, very But he knows it, which is kind of guy, cool. You know? Yeah, he, that's cool. They interview him a lot and they talk to his wife who's, I mean, she's gorgeous. She seems mm-hmm. really cool and they go through the whole medieval music Well, you thing know, he's and, on the cover of the latest, maybe not the latest guitar player, but one issue back. Right. He's on the cover. I took it to Europe and I just didn't have time to read the article, but I will. It's yeah. just, I stayed in my suitcase the whole time because I was so busy, but... Um, I want to read that. You got to watch it? the documentary, man. Yeah, I will. It's, it's like yeah. two hours long. Really? On cool. YouTube, I I loved it. I was oh, just cool. like, wow. Now, did it ever? Was it ever on TV, or is it only it on YouTube? Must have been on TV at some Probably point. Maybe it was on the or BBC something. or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I'm gonna watch that. Now I know about. I've got Blackmore. two things. I've got to do that, and I've got to catch up with Game of Thrones because I've missed four <laughs> episodes since I've been gone. I oh, the last catch one up. was good too. The, don't tell me. Don't. The, sh- 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 I can't is. even walk in the teacher's lounge at school because everybody's talking about it and I haven't seen it yet, so I got to... Jesus, doesn't anybody practice I gotta, anymore? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the quality is just so overrated, man. <laughs> God, I'm so cheap. I'm so cheap, I don't want to pay for cable, I don't want to pay for equipment, so I practice. <laughs> Jesus. What, what is that about, what, Bruce? What a loser. Gee. <laughs> I don't know, know you, man. <laughs> what a loser. We were in the recording studio today in uh, Silver Lake at a great recording studio. What's it called? Um, the, the, it's called The Carriage House. The Carriage House. Great studio there, and we recorded Bruce and his... Uh, Alex and Jake Reed. Jake Reed. And wow, you guys just sounded amazing. It was was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We, uh, I guess we should tell people why or no, it's none of their business. No, we could tell them. We could tell them? Yeah. Really? Well, we kind of told them before, but we could tell them what's going on with this recording. No, they wouldn't remember. Uh, Anyways, uh, I'm a novelist and I write novels. That's why they call me a novelist. (laughs) And uh, it's strange how that works. And. And I am, I have read my novel, and we're making an audio book of it, and we're going to go one step further and to create a soundtrack for it to make it more like an old time radio show or a movie without the pictures kind of thing. And today we recorded the music cues for the the soundtrack for the audio book. The book is called Trust Me, and it's about a guitar player who wants to be famous but sort of gets involved with. The devil, but the devil's really a booking agent, which is sort of not fiction, actually. But the rest <laughs> is fiction. And um, That's a true story. And it's <clears throat> not a true story. I made it up. It's auto-fictionography. <laughs> so I take my life and make it interesting. And so we did that today. And I'm very excited about it. And we're hoping to get it out by early this summer. So all y'all who are hanging out on the beach or driving your car for long trips can listen to it after you listen to your Guitar Wank episodes. Right. Amazing. That's what we did. It was a really great studio. The guy had a bunch of really old stuff. It was just great, so cool to be in a studio to see all the old stuff from my childhood, even if it was fake and he wasn't using it. You know, maybe. <laughs> He's probably just all plugins and shit. But there was all these old Sounded preamps really and mm-hmm. power amps that I just like. Did you record to tape? No, we didn't record to tape. Didn't we? But he did have a Studer. He had a Studer machine there. Mm-hmm. Studer machine, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was just like all the, you know, the preamps and the power amps and the, all that stuff. From the a lot of days. nice gear. But yeah, so that was a lot of fun today. Um, what else has been going on since Scott's been away? We've missed you, man. You did. We yeah, did. Yeah, we did. I kept emailing him and he never got back to me. I did. I wrote back. 
<laughs> you could have Skyped, Scott. You, you know, they don't, I'll tell you one thing, though. They don't have many internets over there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but Those I internets. <laughs> no, I, hear, I, hear, I, hear, I hear their Wi-Fi is really cool. Yeah, the, in the hotels, man, it's hard sometimes. You're in Warsaw? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in some big cities, but, you know, some of the smaller towns and the hotels, it's the, 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 the Wi-Fi is pretty sketchy. Poland considered Eastern Europe. I guess it is. It's yeah. still kind of Eastern Europe-ish, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I never got to go to Poland. It's one place I didn't get to go. But um... I'll tell you what was really amazing in Poland is they have these little towns where there's these little wooden houses where people live where they make cheese. And the cheese in some of the restaurants, it's like kind of tastes sort of like barbecue but barbecued cheese. Yeah, and smoky. It's, oh, yeah. smoked cheese. It's so delicious that I think I could become a vegetarian if I had cheese like that. Wow. <laughs> it's really, that really, it's amazing. Now, amazing. would you call the, the Polish over there, like as a society, a chubby society like America or no? No. No? no. Oh, nobody in Europe is chubby no, like America. No. Yeah. America's full of fat people. Yeah. Yeah. No, no country in the world Australia's is, probably getting there. Is, is like America when it comes to that. Yeah. 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 We're sure. number one. Yeah. We're, we are definitely America. The, the fattest country. <laughs> and I'm talking about, I get a, a, a pot belly myself that I have to start really doing some exercises because I've been eating a lot of pasta. <laughs> Got it. Get rid of the stomach. And so, yeah. You have to start running through the podcast. <clears throat> I have a question from, uh, we have so many questions to catch up on, but um, here's one for Scott. And this is from Alex. And he says, what brand of jeans and black sneakers are you wearing? Looks like they are always this is the same like a, for the last this, few is years. Is this a phone sex question? <laughs> that was a legit this question. trying to like hit me up for well, phone sex or Skype sex The scary sex thing is, is he wear, is wearing that. I'm wearing, I'm wearing what I always wear. It's all I own is Levi's 201 jeans <laughs> and big dog t-shirts. That's it. What about the black t- sneakers? Uh, the, they're, they're Nike, just, you know, Air, Air Max. There you go. There That's we go. That's my wardrobe, not only for today, but for tomorrow and the next <laughs> 10 years to come. That's the Scott Henderson so, collection so there, What's it going to take to get you into a Guitar Wing t-shirt? <laughs> I have worn it. I wore it on the Pete Thorne show. In the, right. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Wow, and you so can see that on video. So it's almost a warm. It could probably sell it again. Well, <laughs> all right, I got one from uh, Fabian. Great question, And this question, one's this, that was an amazing question that needed to be answered because I know a lot of viewers and listeners were wondering. Um, here's a question for Bruce. For me? Actually, somebody had a question for me. <laughs> yeah. What wow. do you think of Scott's playing? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you like Charlie Parker? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bird question. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait. Wait for it. Wait. Since you love talking about bird <laughs> and, and trying getting into him more, everyone getting into him more, there's so many recordings and compilations. If you had to choose one Charlie Parker record to show a friend that didn't know anything about Charlie Parker, where would we start? God, I, I guess I would say Charlie Parker with strings. That record is so amazing. His Charlie playing Parker is so strings. on fire. It's kind of weird because some of the string arrangements are a little bit on the cheesy side, I would say, but still, his playing is so melodic and so soaring and so perfectly a description of, of how he can take 
anything and just elevate it to unworldly proportions. What's this album where he's playing with big band? You know this album? It's there's, a pretty famous one, I thought. It's him with a big band. There's, it's a couple of them. He's, he's on okay. a few big bands. Boy, the one I heard. The Billy Eckstein big band, probably. That was his first gig in I don't know, but it's just ridiculous. He's with Dizzy's big band for a second. Smoking, man. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Smoking. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah. And, those, and just these small band recordings, you know, um, Bird and Diz. There's a record called Bird and Diz, obviously, Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. It's just, that's another one. That just will so that's a good starting out. place. Those are great starting places. But <coughs> the thing about Charlie Parker is he was a very consistent player, even though everybody loves to talk about how many problems he had. Musically, the guy, you know, transcended right. always. He was killing. Um, and while so we're that's at the it, only question for me is one about Charlie Parker. What? I oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> And the next question is for Scott. I guess I'd rather that than what I'm wearing. <laughs> Scott, yeah. while we're at it... You've got the better of the two questions, that's for sure. Scott, Scott's uh, single best Richie Blackmore record would be? I think in rock or Machine Head, Machine they're Head both right. really amazing. But Fireball is, is great, too. All three of them are, are awesome. That's where we should start. Right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Great. These, these, these are good. Okay. Um, uh, do we have a joke? Because I haven't heard a joke for a long time. Okay, so there's these two flies. Two flies. Two flies. And they're on this piece of shit. You know, they're hanging out and eating and doing their thing. And uh, one of them farts. And the other one says, Hey man, do you mind? I'm eating over here. <laughs> So I'll tell one, but you're going to take it out. Why? You will. Well, we can't do that now because you just said to take it out and they're going to hear that and they're going to feel like they're missing out. Well, you have to take what I said before right now out too. <laughs> We're going live. We didn't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a, so there's a priest and a rabbi out in a boat and they're fishing. <laughs> right. You know this one? No, I don't, but okay. I love it already. So, so the Catholic the priest says... God, this is such a wonderful Sunday morning. If only we had a little boy out here with us. And the rabbi goes, why? And the priest says, you know, so we could fuck him. And the rabbi says, out of what? <laughs> <laughs> it's an equal opportunity offensive joke. Not really. Right. <laughs> Whatever. All right. And moving on. A concept question mainly directed to Bruce, since Scott's answer will be obvious. Oh, okay. How do you feel about string bending in jazz guitar? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I am really against string bending. I'm against bending. it. I'm against it. Why would anybody do such a thing? It's a travesty. It's, it's, it's not only a travesty, it shows a lack of creativity yeah. and ability and... Who started that good shit equipment. anyway? Chuck Berry? He's going to hell. No, I mean, come on, man. Bend the string if you hear it. You know, I mean, you know, even hit the goddamn thing with a baseball bat if you hear it. But just make music. Make something happen. I bend strings every now and then, but it's mostly because 
I just can't think of anything else to do. <laughs> but, uh, or, or there's a chick in the front row that I think it might work on. But other than that, uh, and they make great cheese graters too. You know those little cheese slicer kind of things. Right. Work great. No, but what the hell? Well, do he's asking you about use on, your pick, use your fingers, top, use your nose on an arch top guitar I, with I telephone wires. I mean, I've been strings when I barred his. Uh, yeah, you know, but yeah. it's it's like a different yeah. approach to bending, you know, generally because the strings are so much heavier, first of all, and the and the way the notes are moving harmonically. That, you know, in general, the type of jazz that I play, string bending is more <coughs> of a, like an ornament that, that would be like vibrato, or sliding. You know, it's more of it's that kind of a of a of an ornament rather than a actual like when you get. A rock guitar, and you've got thinner strings. It becomes actually a note generating system. It's a, generally conceptually, I find that on the archtop guitar with heavy strings, it's used in a different way. It can be used much more subtly because of of the micro. You can use it because it, first of all, it's so much more audible, and second of all, the strings are so much heavier that they respond to more subtle things. But it's. I, I not against anything man play with what you want play what you hear that's what this music's about that's why they call it jazz although most people don't think so most people think you have to do something that they told you to do or they think is cool to make it jazz to me i tell your story bend whatever you want hit whatever you want hopefully other people will dig it at least you told your story at the end of the day bend them wise that's all we can say i've got a scott a scott henderson question here but it's um, sex rated it's, no, well I don't really know the. I don't know the backstory behind it I don't know if it's relevant or it's even worth bringing it up do you want me to throw it at you Scott anyway I guess alright it's probably not a secret that part of you of you parting ways with the electric band had something to do with CC CC who's CC Chick Corea oh Chick Corea okay believing what he believes okay okay besides him wrapping his music inside a very much fictional concept did it ever have an effect in other a- aspects of the band? Hanging, gig, income, etc. What are we talking, Scientology? So or? I guess he's asking about, yeah, his, um, his Scientology, how it affected the band, hanging, gigging, income, just the overall thing. Well, I think, I think everybody knows that Chick's concept is based on Scientology and everything he does is because... Of Scientology, he's a Scientologist first, he's a musician second. Right. There's no doubt about that. Everybody knows that, and he'll admit that himself. So, so of course, that sort of uh, rubbed me the wrong way because I don't like religion of any kind, and Scientology would be number one on my list, on my hate list, because they charge for that shit. <laughs> Most religions give it away. No, they, they no, kind yeah. of expect money on the back end. Then. So, so well, yeah, maybe. But, you know, yeah, it did have an effect on uh, how I... Because he told me... Uh, he, he tried to not only tell me what to do musically, but also tried to tell me what to do in my personal life, which is not cool. It's the reason I ended up, you know not being welcome in their presence anymore because I wouldn't change my lifestyle to fit their their whatever their thing is. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, they just... And I knew I was on my way out. I knew that it was like, okay, I, I can't change and I'm not going to try to change because, I mean, 
it's just not natural yeah. to, to, to be somebody you're not. Have, so I've that's Taking this question a little bit further, with both you guys throughout your careers, have you had where maybe you've dealt with a musical director or something like that who's, who's pushy about certain things like, oh, you can't drink before a gig or they'll give you the... Maybe little things that trying to, like you said, dictate how you should live your life within the music realm and it's it's made it really hard to do the gig or he's the only one he's I can the only say. one yeah. he's the only one that's ever even come close to trying to tell me how to live my life or how to right yeah Bruce have you had any you know you, nothing within, major within reason but yeah. I, I, I would always you know I, I would never really tolerate it I mean I would do what I would do and if it worked fine and if, if not they can get somebody else however uh, I do work f- with school kids now. They're pushy and, and little bastards. No, 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 no. Follow me here. Yeah, they are. But no, there's there's certain music programs I work with. Yep. That um, in today's world, particularly, but even at any time, it's just not good to be. You know, act certain ways that we might act at our gigs around kids. Like yeah. drinking. It's okay to have a taste and still play the gig. No one's got a problem with that. If i got a beer on the stage or whatever, you know, I'm playing and it's a nightclub and that's okay. But I would never, in the auspices of those jobs, you know, going no. into the schools or being in the schools or being around kids, ever drink. You know and I mean? That's, you could say that's an edict from them because it is. It's a serious rule. But it's a rule that I agree with, so I do it. It's so, also common so, sense, too. and just Yeah, I know. But you see, that's all like sort of, all that stuff, it kind of, it's, it's a gray area as it goes across. Now, obviously, Chick Corea telling Scott to never, you know, whatever. Hook up with the audience member. Hook up members. with an audience member. <laughs> I mean, he's such a god. How could that not happen? But um, Thank you for telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> But, you, you know, it's like those guys really like Scott. I don't know what they see in him. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> try to hook up with guys everywhere I can. So, uh, All right. Well, but, I think... But, I mean, yeah, there, I mean, come on. It's Life is a, me- a certain amount of compromise in order to do the gig, no matter what it is. Whether you're the leader or the sideman. And, you know, you, you, you tolerate what you can, and then you, you, you make your stand where you need to hopefully based on some sort of common sense and integrity. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there comes a, a, a line where it's just between ludic- ludicrousness and <laughs> common sense. If you, if you want to tell somebody they can't have a beer before the gig, fine. You want to tell somebody they can't have a beer after the gig, we got a problem. Right, exactly. And, yeah. then, and, and, and so when it starts to get on your lifestyle and have nothing to do with the music... That's when I have to draw the line. Well, what, well, right. what about when they're saying? Because I think I've been in situations like this where they've said, "Well, how you act after the gig is a reflection on on this band and this outfit." Well, blah, if, blah, blah. yeah, if you go out and do criminal acts, yeah, sure. Right. But I don't think, for instance, having sex with a girl you meet in the audience is a criminal act. No. Now, to them, it is. As long as she says yes. Yeah, as long as she says yes. You know, like <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield Cosby, says, like Rodney Dangerfield. Bill Cosby's in trouble with it. Well, no, like, like, like Rodney Dangerfield says, the only reason I get any women at all is because of who I am, a rapist. <laughs> but, but, 
<laughs> you know, it just gets to the point where it's ridiculous, you know, and, there, and, and, and you go, well, wait a minute, you know, only somebody that's out of his mind would say something like that. Guitar Wankopedia this week. Wankopedia this week. And we want to remind everybody that Wankopedia is just to shine light on some deserving people who, who we think you might not know about. And, you know, so if you wonder why we haven't mentioned X, Y, and Z, it's probably because we think you already know about them. Another guitar wank? I've, I've, got a, I've got someone to throw in the mix. There's a guitarist in Sydney, Australia. He's uh, doing the fusion kind of thing. He's actually an ex-Tony Calabro student. Uh, Brad Kipriotis. He's got a band called Three Wise Monkeys. Check them out. They're doing a lot of stuff online. And they're, yeah, they're out there doing stuff. He's a great player. I actually uh, played with Brad a lot over the years. And uh, he taught me a lot. Always gave me great uh, insight and helped me along the way. So Three Wise Monkeys, Brad Kipriotis. Right. <laughs> 